All right, Hoofians, uh, we're back and we're talking about uh, episode 10, uh, series one, season one, The Doctor Dances. What a good uh, title for an episode. And I would say the doctor does not disappoint, but what's disappointing is my lighting. So I got to, you won't, you won't even know I'm gone like usual, but uh, I'll be back in the, in the blink of an eye. Okay, I'm back. And this is a recap of last week's episode where there's like a big snoring. Like there's this weird uh, sympathetic vibration where everybody in London is snoring the same way, like a cartoon character. When they snore, they say, mommy, mommy, mommy. I don't know. I guess I never figured out last week if it was on the inhale or the exhale. We also meet a character, Jack Harkness, who's dashing... Uh, kind of. I can't tell if he, he gets on my nerves because he's too crafty or because he's too handsome. But either way, there's this uh, the recap of last week on the episode, and it rolls right into the new episode kind of seamlessly. And I thought that was cool. Right into the action with Dr. Rose and Jack. Uh, and what happens is all the snores come, and when, ha- when they get to, to the snoring, this sympathetic vibration snoring... They uh, also sleepwalk, and so Jack has to tell them to go to their rooms. Uh, he doesn't say without supper, uh, which I think would be the proper thing. But everybody's sleepwalking around, making a hat. He says, "You're not going to get a good night's sleep sleepwalking around. Uh, go to bed. Go to your room." He says very sternly, like a parent. He says it twice. And I said, why? And then head turn. Oh, cause one of the, uh, they're, they're all listening to snores. They're still listening in their sleep. So their heads turn like, what is he talking about? Oh, why head turn? And he says, I mean, and I'm cross. Go to your room. And he points and everyone's kind of slinks off to go to bed. Meanwhile, uh, Nancy was also. Uh, dealing with a snoring situation, kind of babysitting, and they, somehow the sympathetic vibrations for the doctor work across London. And at least temporarily, everyone slinks off to bed. And the doctor takes a big breath. He goes, "That would have been ter- those would have been terrible last words." Then the episode opens. It was made. The episode was written by or directed by Stephen Moffat. I'm not sure which one. Uh, directed or written? I would assume written. And uh, let's see, Jamie walks off and Nancy watches, uh, and she's a little down because uh, Jamie and her, her uh, siblings, at least at the beginning of the episode, and she watches J- J- Jamie watch off. She's a little down. Uh, oh, it just says Dr. Dances by Stephen Moffat, so we don't, I, I would assume it's right written, but uh, then Rose has the WTF moment, which I don't, I'm not sure what it is yet. Uh, let's see what it is. There's Nancy watching uh, Jamie head off. Uh, uh, the doctor says, yeah, those would have been terrible last words. Oh, and they say, then Jack, uh, Rose says, WTF, what's with all the people? Oh, she hadn't been acclimated to the snoring and sleepwalking. So she says, what, like, WTF. Uh, and Jack knows all about it. And at the end of the last episode, Jack was talking about how he's going to con Rose and the doctor. So the doctor says, how are you going to con us? And he goes, well, I got that uh, mauve tube or whatever, the pickle ship. And I was going to convince you that it was valuable and have you pay me up front. And then 
It was a ship vanish. So when you went to get it, you'd say, oh, we paid him, but now it's gone. Problem solved. Uh, and then he goes, it's one of my signature moves. Uh, and I buy him with a drink uh, with his own money and we discuss dumb luck. Uh, a perfect self-cleaning con. And uh, Doctor goes, yeah, great. And then Jack tries to deflect. He goes, yeah, this is that's my move, man. London, Pompeii. He goes, set your alarm for Volcano Day. And Dr. and Rose are kind of looking, you know, just scolding him with a look. Uh, and then Jack goes, getting a hint of disapproval. And Dr. says, take a look around. Your little uh, Mo ship caused a sleepwalking, snoring thing. It's feeding the sympathetic vibrations. And Jack goes, no, it isn't. Uh, it was just a pickle ship. Uh, and the doctor goes, Rose, uh, and she goes, yeah, yeah, doctor. Uh, he goes, let's go deal with some stuff upstairs. And Jake's still trying. He goes, listen, I, I programmed the ship's computer. I don't, he goes, this has nothing to do with, with the other thing. Uh, and doctor goes, I'll tell you what's happening. You forgot to set your alarm clock. It is volcano day. And then there's an all clear s- signal. Uh, Jack tries to talk his way out of it, all clear. I wish, uh, uh, something, I don't know what I said I wish. Uh, then Nancy kind of gets busted. She's surprised. She's nicked, as they say. Uh, doctor is walking. Jack and Rose are following after him. Blisted. Uh, I don't know what that says. Uh, blisted. Let's see, Nancy gets nicked. Uh, oh, you know, Jack calls him Mr. Spock, uh, and Rose calls him Doctor. And then the doctor says, hey, Jack, you got a laser, any kind of lasers? And he goes, oh, yeah, I got a sonic uh, sonic thingamajig. Uh, and they go, where are we going? And the doctor goes, this is where the snoring snarted, started. Snarted. No, not snarted, started in this room here. And he goes, when your ship came, this started the snoring, the mummy, mummy snoring. And Rose goes, well, what do you think happened? Doctor goes, let's go in. Jack, open the door with your uh, laser. And Rose says, what about your sonic screwdriver? And then Jack uses uh, his thing. It cuts a square hole in the door, in the lock, uh, and he says, Sonic Blaster, 51st century. Or no, the doctor says, is that from Villengrad? And Jack says, you've been there? He goes, once, uh, but it's gone now. Or no, Jack says, it's gone now. Uh, and the doctor says, yeah, right, right. I went there after. There's a banana grove there. I like bananas. Bananas are good. And then Rose goes, nice blast pattern, hubba, hubba, hubba. And he goes, digital. And Rose goes, squareness gun. And he goes, yeah. And she goes, I like it. And I said, holy subtext about a square or square. I said, I don't know what the subtext is, but I'm sweating. And then they go in a room. It's all jacked up. The room's got a big mess. Uh, and digital square, uh, t- total total look. What does that say? Total lock. I don't think I use the word lock ever, but I see it in my handwriting. You could say my handwriting's a lock mess. Uh, you say, well, what happened to Nessie? I don't know, but I know about Nessie. Scooter's handwriting, it's all at the bottom of that, uh, wherever the heck that is. Uh, lock mess. Uh, lock mess right handwriting. 
But they go in the room, there's stuffed animals, lots of drawings from the kid who was having trouble sleeping, just like little Andy did. And then there's recordings that say, hey, what are you, are you, have you been sleepwalking and snoring and saying mummy? Uh, mummy, mummy, mommy, mommy, but with a mummy, not, not with, but he's saying mommy. And uh, they say, I've heard this voice before. Yeah, called on the radio, called on the phones. Uh, Nancy's the rich dad, the sweat on my brow. Oh, so Nancy gets busted by this rich dad. And he says, thanks for taking my food. I got it with the sweat on my brow. Uh, and Nancy says, really? He goes, is there anything else you'd like to say? She goes, yes, yeah, some wire cutters. Uh, he goes, why? She goes, Bar- you know, I got to get through some wire torch, uh, which I think is a flashlight. And I'd like to get some more food, by the way. And he, she goes, by the way, he goes, he's complaining. She goes, why do you have so much food when there's all these cutbacks? Uh, and she goes, you got more food than everyone else. He goes, she goes, there's something strange going on. And I, I, I didn't know if it was subtext or what, but it was like, uh, why, how Nancy, but Nancy had something on him. And she goes, wire cutters and a torch and food. And I'm going to use the bathroom too. And she goes, oh, now you're sweating. So Nancy gets out of there because she's quick on her feet thinking she could be the next Rose. I don't know if she ends up being the next Rose, but she should be. And Mr. Lloyd was that guy's name. He's a part of the landed gentry. He's a landed gentry, no doubt about it. And she opens the door. Doctor's pacing, listening to the tape. Uh, and uh, the, 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 the snoring. And this was before sleep labs. So this is all like, because it's a sympathetic snoring, sleepwalking situation. Parents are, did not go away for a week's vacation. And the doctor goes, there's energy in here. And they go, what? And he goes, yeah, your little human brains can't pick up on it. Uh, and Rose says, you know, when he doesn't, when, when doctors stress, he takes it out on humans. He say, you know, with xen- like uh, whatever xenophobia against humans is, he, sometimes he has it. And the doctor goes, Rose, I'm thinking... And she goes, even when he cuts himself shaving, he'll go on. And, like, and the doctor goes, uh, what about all those kids? Uh, he goes, huh, I can't think of it. And Jack goes, it's not my fault. I didn't do it. You know, he, like, uh, hash, he's, it's almost like he's using hashtags. And the doctor goes, I don't know, Jack. Too, too many coincidences here. Something did happen. And it's powerful. It goes this infectious uh, snoring and sleepwalking. It goes sweeping through London. And then a snore says, I'm here to snore uh, in, in the room. And Rose goes, what is that? Is that snoring? Uh, what's the noise? Uh, the doctor goes, it's the end of the tape. It ran out 30 seconds ago, the snoring. And the, this little boy says, can anybody hear me snoring? Uh, because I'm talking and I'm snoring at the same time. And he's snoring that mommy snore from the cartoons. And everyone's like, wait, how can you talk and snore at the same time? And they say, okay, well, we got to get out of here because we don't want to get to snoring, sleepwalking, a sympathetic vibration. So they say, let's get out of here. Uh, d- doctor, he pulls out a banana. Oh, no, the doctor had switcherooed with Jack's uh, sonic thingamajig with a banana. 
and he has it. So then he opens a square hole in the wall. They go out. He says, don't drop the banana, by the way. And then Jake says, why? He goes, good source of potassium. Hardy har har. And then they're on the run because they don't want to be, you know, they don't, they've got work to do. They can't fall asleep and walk around. And then Jack does a digital rewind, heals the wall, throws it back, the banana back to the doctor. He says, no, he switched the doctor. Says, this is a banana from Villengrad. Thought it was a funny. And the doctor says, you know, said bananas are better than sonic things. And then they're running around this, uh, where they are, a sleep institute or future sleep institute. So, you know, doing backstory about the snoring. They say, what is this? Uh, and Rose goes, let me see that sonic thing, dude. What, what do you, what do you, what do you got? Uh, he goes, doctor, by the way, do you have any sonic envy? What do you have? And the doctor goes, well, son, a little sonic, uh, little thing, little, you know, good at using. I know what I'm doing when I use it though. Believe me. Uh, he goes, uh, you know, just because it's like, it looks like, uh, not like yours. It doesn't mean, I don't know what I'm doing. He goes, it's totally sonic. I'm sonic, totally sonic. I'm sonicked up. Uh, and Jake goes, well, what is it? How would you describe it? Uh, you know, and he goes like a screwdriver, sonic screwdriver. Yeah, but then Rose uses Jack's sonic thing to open the hole in the floor. They get to the next level. They close it back up with the digital rewind. And the doctor goes, could have used a warning. Rose goes, so, so much gratitude. And then Jake goes, who has the sonic screwdriver? And the doctor goes, that's just what I like to call it, man. Why do you get it? Like, uh, he goes, why do you get it? Throw? You know, this isn't throwing shade. We're trying to deal with a snoring situation. And Jake goes, who looks at a screwdriver and says, oh, this could be more sonic. Uh, and the doctor goes, what, have you never been bored before? So then they're looking around. And then there's tons of, you know, like uh, the snores are everywhere at this point, the sleepwalkers. Uh, so they got to get out of there. And uh, they use a the sonic screwdriver, I think, to open the door. Go because Jack's thing stops working. He goes, Oh, your battery's low. Rose goes, A battery? And so the doctor opens it. She goes, This is a lame man. Not impressed. Uh, you know, the doctor's sonic screwdriver runs on sonic, you know, sonic stuff. Uh, but then they're in this like r- room, like a storage room. And the doctor goes, yeah, I was going to get another one, but the uh, factory's gone with uh, covered up with banana groves, according to the doctor here. And the doctor goes, yeah, this doctor, she goes, from the first day I met him, there was mannequins walking around London. That's practically how he communicates. Uh, and the doctor goes, we'll be fine for a little while. And then he starts trying to brainstorm, blue sky. He goes, assets, assets, uh, let's figure this out. And Jack goes, well, I got a banana. He goes, maybe you could put up some shelves with your screwdriver. And they say, well, the window, we can't go out the window. Uh, no other exits. Jack just sits down. He goes, well, the assets conversation went by quickly. And the doctor goes, where'd you pick him up anyway? And Rose goes, doctor. And Jack goes, she was hanging from a barrage balloon. And he goes, I was on an invisible spaceship. I didn't have a chance. Uh, 
And the doctor says, okay, have we missed anything? Let's do it, go over it again. And then he looks over and Jaros goes, yeah, Jack just disappeared. Uh, then we go back to the kids of London. And it's very Dickensian. Uh, there's a kid typing on, uh, like, oh, it's all the orphans. There's a kid typing on a typewriter. He says, I'm sending him a letter. They're waiting for Nancy to come with the food because they kind of need Nancy. She's their leader. They said, we were waiting for you to come back for us. And she goes, okay, here's the food I have. Uh, she goes, what are you doing with that? And they go, well, Jim's going to be, he's writing a letter to me, dad. And she goes, how are you going to, you know, they're giving the kid a, like, uh, they go, how are you going to send it? He goes, in an envelope. Uh, and they go, you can't read or write. He goes, I don't need to. I have a machine. And then they go, can you cut it out? And then Nancy goes, okay, like, let's just, uh, she goes, let's just take a breath here. And they go, Nancy, we need you. You're a leader. And she goes, listen, what, like, uh, tonight was a little bit wild and, they need you all to, and they say, why do you have wire cutters? Uh, and she goes, I need you all to take better care of each other because you got a sonic a screwdriver, a snoring, a sleepwalking situation to deal with. And she goes, I need you to all, to, you know, keep an eye on one another in a non-Dickensian fashion. And she goes, I figured out, I think I figured out the whole sleep. She goes, I figured out this thing. Otherwise, everyone's going to be walking around snoring saying, mummy. And she goes, it all started with my little brother, and he's going to follow me around sleepwalking and snoring. And they said, well, what do you, what do you, and then she goes, look at my brother's typing in the typewriter already, like uh, from a distance. And he's snoring. The sympathetic vibrations from her younger brother are so strong that the snoring is coming through on the typewriter, like almost like a telegraph. Uh, uh, type, why is typing? Why? Uh, he's always coming, always snoring. She says, plenty of greens, eat plenty of greens and chew your food. And then Rose is there. She goes, how come all the great, great looking ones always vanish? And the doctor goes, what? Uh, and he goes, not, not that I'm insulted. And she goes, I mean, you know, humans. Uh, she goes, he's just devastatingly handsome. Unlike other people in the room that are, you know, just not bad. And the doctor goes, thanks a lot. Uh, and then Jack calls in through a radio, an OMCOM. He says, uh, I'm on my ship. Uh, I'm gonna, I could teleport, but only I could teleport. Uh, and the doctor says, this radio seems supposed to be working. He goes, yeah, don't worry. I got an OMCOM, anything with a speaker grill. And the doctor goes, that's weird. The child can OMCOM too. Wonder what technology is driving those things. Hintity, hint, hint, hint. Uh, he goes, he's been omicoming me on everything. And Rose goes, you're kidding me. And he, then the kid, then the kid comes out and says, I'm coming to snore. I'm sleepwalking and snoring, mummy. Coming by. I want you to sleep and snore with me too. Coming to find you. And then uh, Moonlight Serenade play comes on. The Jack the doctor goes, or Jack goes, hey, he's playing it. He says, Rose, you remember that one? Moonlight Serenade. And he plays. Rose sits around in a chair, like rolls around in it. And the doctor goes, it's a full subtextual uh, 
banter of the uh, the after dark nature uh, here. And they're talking about dancing. I said, this is like, this is syrupy and thick. Uh, Also, they show Nancy sneaking in behind the things. But she says, she's doctor. The doctor's still working. Rose goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm going to resonate the bars. Uh, And Rose goes, you don't think Jack's coming back? And the doctor says, I don't think so. And Rose goes, do you trust him? He goes, why do you? And she goes, despite the fact, other than that he's devastatingly handsome, he did uh, help me when I was on a barrage balloon. Bloke-wise, that's right up there with flossing. And then she goes, yeah, I like him, I trust him because he's like you, except with the dating and the dancing. And the doctor goes, sorry, what? Uh, He goes, you assume I can't date or dance uh, just because uh, of what? Uh, Or it's just not with you. And she goes, what do you mean? And he goes, he goes, you just assume I don't dance. Uh, and she goes, are you telling me you want to dance? Uh, and she reaches out his hand. The actor goes, 900 years old. I've been around a bit, but I think you could assume at some point I've danced. Uh, Rose goes, so really, you? And the actor goes, can't believe it. And uh, she goes, what happens if you do dance? Uh, and he goes, well, I got the moves, but I, I don't want to boast. Uh, and Rose goes, really, you got moves. Uh, and then they're kind of starting to kind of dance. It looks like they're going to dance. Uh, I mean, like actually dance. Uh, they're keeping it totally on um, public airwaves level. Rose goes, so, so, show me your moves. Uh, and Dr. Rose, I'm trying to resonate concrete. And Rose goes, don't worry. Jack's going to be here. So let's get some dancing. The world won't come to a close just because the doctor dances. And so then they kind of start to dance. The doctor goes, barrage balloon. What? He goes, you were hanging on a barrage balloon. And she goes, yeah. And then I had my shirt on. And uh, uh, the doctor goes, I've traveled with a lot of people, but you're super Jeopardy friendly. And he's looking at her hands. And Rose goes, you call this dancing? Because I got some notes. And the doctor goes, how come you're like uh, you, you're in such good shape if you're hanging from a barrage balloon? She goes, Jack has some nanobots or something that fixed me up. Uh, captain Jack. Uh, and the doctor goes, he's Captain Jack? She goes, well, he's Jack and he's Captain. And the doctor goes, he's not a Captain Rose. And she goes, are you sure you don't have sonic Captain Envy? And I said, I've had all, I've had all of these things. Sonic Screwdriver Envy, Captain Envy. And Rose goes, start dancing, doctor. Start moving your legs. And the doctor goes, if he was a captain, he would have been defrocked. And then suddenly they're teleported onto the ship, uh, but they don't know it yet. Uh, And Rose goes, yeah, shame I missed him getting defrocked, uh, hubba hubba. And Jack goes, I didn't get defrocked. Nobody takes my frock, uh, doctor. I quit. Uh, And then they're like, holy cow, we're on the ship. Uh, and Jack goes, yeah, you were too busy dancing to notice I teleported you. Uh, but then they talk, the doctor says, you don't even know how to fly. You know, they go back and forth with some banter. Jack goes, yeah, this is one gorgeous ship I have here. And I told you I'd be back. And the doctor goes, this is a chula ship. And Jack goes, yeah, just like the pickle ship. And he goes, only this one's a smooth, cool ship. 
And then the doctor, the nano, nanobots, the nanogenes, check out the doctor. He says, nanogenes. Uh, and they go, yeah. So the doctor goes, yeah, totally. They're nanobots uh, fixing everything. And the doctor goes, let's go look at the pickle ship. Uh, and Jack goes, yeah, sure. Uh, Got to get the NAVCOM back online. Get comfortable, you two. Get back to whatever you were doing. The doctor goes, we were just talking about dancing. And Jack goes, it didn't look like dancing. And Rose goes, it didn't feel like dancing. And the doctor goes, she said, I don't understand any of this. Uh, I guess the subtext is too subtextual for me. Uh, then Nancy gets in, uh, nicked again, trying to sneak to the pickle ship. Uh, and she gets stuck with some person. And she's like, are you going to fall asleep? Or do you have the the, uh, the snore thing? Uh, or not and the dude goes i don't know i don't know what you're talking about she goes well, why do i she goes and nancy's like i got stuff to do and they go sorry nancy uh you, you know you're busted we probably think you're a spy or something uh, then we're back on the ship and rose is like so if you were a team were you a time agent and now you're trying to con time agents uh and jack goes i don't do it for the money i do it for the you know the love of the game he goes, you know, I, he goes, they took two years of my memories, too, by the way. And he goes, I don't know what I did for two years. I told it such, such a ripoff. Uh, he goes, your friend doesn't trust there. Trust me, maybe uh, there's a reason he doesn't. Uh, and then they say, okay, let's get going. So then we see Nancy again trying to deal with, uh, the like, that they busted her. And she's like, uh, then she's, she's like, what am I going to do? Like, is it this dude, the dude starts snoring. She's like, he's going to start sleepwalking and then I'll be here, uh, for the sympathetic vibrations. That's terrible. Uh, Jenkins was a person who's feeling snorry. He's also very professional. And then it's a voice says, yes, mommy. He's snoring in his waking moments. Uh, Dr. Jack and Rose, there's a cool shot of them rolling up to the pickle ship site. Uh, they say, Jack says, it's algae's on duty. Me, me and algae have, uh, you know, had a little run together. So, uh, I could go distract him. First di- di- doctor assumes Rose would be the distraction. And then doctor makes a lot of underhanded comments here. I didn't know if they were open-minded or closed-minded comments. Uh, or like that he's so jealous of Jack, uh, uh, that he like so I couldn't f- quite figure that out because he says he's a 51st century guy he's just flexible with dancing and Rose goes what do you mean I get maybe it's exposition because the character goes well by his time humans have spread out across the whole galaxy uh, meaning they kind of open their minds and their bodies up to new experiences and Rose goes, that's what we do when we get out there. Tons of dancing and dancing and dancing. And the doctor goes, yep, dance. Uh, but by the time Jack gets to algae, algae's uh, already sleepwalking. So he says, mummy, mummy, you know, he's doing the snoring. And Jack's like, oh, no. Uh, so the doctor goes, just everybody stay back. This is a, like a sympathetic vibration snore sleepwalking thing. And they hear all the, uh, and then they say, Jesus, like, a lot going on here in London, uh, WW2. So they say, we got more things to worry about. 
And Jack goes, I wouldn't worry about all this. And the doctor goes, this isn't just here. He goes, this is a snoring sleep thing is spreading sympathetically through the world uh, if we don't deal with it. Then we realize Nancy has a temporary cure, which is singing lullabies. Because uh, to Jenkins, she's singing a lullaby and it's working. He's not snoring or sleepwalking. He's just sleeping. And the doctor says, hey, Nancy, let's, uh, let me help you. Uh, and we'll check out the pickle ship. But meanwhile, her little brother, uh, is calling all the snorers in to, to defend the pickle ship. And then Jack hops on the pickle ship. He starts doing some programming. He says, see, this isn't a big deal. I didn't do anything wrong. And then he starts programming it. And then, uh, it's like, uh, they're like, you did like what, uh, and uh, then it calls everybody in. Uh, but Jack's like, this doesn't have anything to do with your snoring and sleepwalking. And the doctor goes, it does. I just haven't figured it out. Uh, and he, Jack goes, Jesus, in my like, uh, he goes, he goes, that was an emergency protocols. Uh, uh, all the sleepwalkers start converging. Jack says, heal up the uh, barbed wire, Nancy and Rose, uh, with a sonic screwdriver. So then uh, he calls Captain Jack, secure those gates, he says. Uh, he gives Rose a special code uh, to deal with the thing. Uh, he says, uh, setting uh, 2428D. Uh, she goes, what? He goes, that's a reattaching barbed wire setting. And then Rose has a few minutes alone with Nancy, where they talk. She tells her she's from the future and gives her hope. She says, London, you're, you Londoners are tough. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, she goes, we're time travelers from the future. And Nancy goes, you're bonkers. And Nancy goes, I don't have much hope here. And Rose goes, you can, Nancy. You can. You should. You're a real leader. And I'm from London, so it's going to be great. Uh, and she goes, hey, believe me, except for that Brexit thing, but that's after this episode. She goes, it's going to be spectacular. And the, uh, there were those cutbacks where were the belt tightening stuff. Uh, but she goes, other than that, it was mostly pretty great. Uh, so, like, uh, and Nancy goes, what did you say? Did you meet austerity? And Rose goes, don't worry about it. Just let's keep moving. She goes, let's just keep moving on. To, let's just deal with the snoring stuff. Uh, Nancy goes, but other than those things, I should have great hope for the future. And Rose goes, yeah, let's go. Uh, then they look in the pickle ship. It's empty. So Jack says, see, it totally exonerates me. And the doctor goes, what did you think would be in a pickle ship, Jack? Uh, why do you think a pickle ship would be flying around? And Rose goes, doctor goes, Rose, do you know? And she goes, I don't know. And he goes, yeah, you do. And he does like a little flourish. Rose goes, oh, the nanogenes. And the doctor goes, dude, it wasn't empty. It's full of nanobots. And they're trying to put everybody to sleep and snore because the first thing they encountered was a snoring, a sleeping kid. And now they're just trying to replicate that because that's what they have is the default setting as soon as they, you, you had it in the defaults. And they go, they can do that? And the doctor goes, yeah, yeah, just quirk of matter. Uh, nothing to a nanobot, nanogene. He goes, he goes, these aren't the same ones you have on your ship, Jack, because uh, they didn't know what a person was. They thought a person 
was a walking around snoring person. So that's why they're doing this. They have a good intention. Uh, they're just following their programming. Uh, nanogenes, yo. That's what I put. Holy nanogenes. They'll fix everything. Quick quirk of matter. Then Jack, doctor keeps scolding Jack. Uh, he's really on Jack's case. He's like, you really blew it, man. You really blew it. Uh, and I don't even know if there's anything we can do about it. We're all going to be snoring and sleepwalking soon because then the whole snore crew shows up. Uh, yeah, the doctor's really working hard at the ship. Uh, and Nancy's like, Rose, she, the doctor goes, well, the, all the sleepwalkers are here uh, to gather around and sleepwalk and say, mommy, mommy, mommy. And they go, doctors, because they're one with the ship, because of the nanobots. Uh, and the doctor goes, this is a chula. He goes, this is a chula situation. Uh, he goes, uh, he goes, now he goes, I don't know what to do. Too many people, too many snores, too much sleeping. And they're all standing around. The doctor goes, or Jack goes, why aren't they coming in? And the doctors are waiting for their commander, the kid, uh, Jamie, Nancy says, not the kid. His name's Jamie. And Rose goes, man, is there a ticking clock in this episode? The doctor goes, yep, uh, any second, Jack goes. And the doctor goes, too close to the volcano? And then Nancy says, Jamie's just a little kid. Uh, how do you, how could he start a sympathetic sleepwalking vibration? And the doctor goes, well, kids love their mommies, and especially even when they're asleep. Uh, and they go, what are we going to do? And Nancy goes, well, it's kind of my fault. And the doctor goes, no. Uh, he goes, huh. And then he goes, oh, wait, I get, I get what you're saying. And he goes, okay. He goes, well, you can, he goes, you're an excellent lullaby singer, right, Nancy? And Nancy goes, yeah, but this is not the situation to be singing lullabies. Uh, and then Rose goes, Jack, why don't you teleport us all out? He goes, well, I can only teleport myself uh, out, by the way. And doctor goes, well, it's a volcano day, Jack. Do what you got to do. And Rose goes, no, Jack, don't do it. Uh, and then he looks at her. He tele teleports out. The doctor goes, okay, Nancy, I got it. You got to think of your brother and start singing lullabies. Uh, he goes, I know, you know, you don't want to because this is a bit overwhelming, but you got to sing some lullabies. And... You know, picture your little brother, uh, like, awake doing stuff. Uh, like, we're going to do a lullaby with a reverse intention. We're going to comfort the sleepwalkers and snorers awake. Uh, and Nancy goes, it doesn't even make any sense. The doctor goes, trust me on this one. The future of the human race is in your hands. Uh, and then Jamie walks up to Nancy, and she starts singing a mummy lullaby. Um, um, you know, I can't sing lullabies here. She goes, yeah, I'll sing to you, Jamie. And she actually gives him a little hug, and then the nanogenes, uh, nanobots uh, fly around, and they hear the lullaby, and then they say, oh, wait a second, uh, we can wake him up. Uh, we get it. Uh, he was just asleep. The lullaby alerted them. Oh, uh, totally. We got to undo. We didn't mean to put him in such a deep sleep where he's snoring. And so we see the nanogenes. Everything's great with Jamie. Uh, I mean, the doctor's like, come on, nanogenes, figure it out during the, the ten, you know, the part where we weren't sure what was going to happen. 
And Rose goes, what's going on? Doc goes, kind of too, doesn't make a lot of sense to explain it, Rose. Uh, but he goes, come on, give me a day like this. Give me this one. And then Jamie's back to normal, like a normal kid, a rapscallion, I'd say. And Doctor's so happy. He's like jumping around, hugging Jamie. He says, 20 years till top pop music. You're going to love it. And he goes, this is great, great singing, by the way, Nancy. Good job. And then they see, like, uh, that other trouble is coming, and then Jack's spaceship comes in. Uh, Well, first, Rose goes, what about all the trouble that's going to come? And he goes, it's taken care of with uh, psychology. And then Jack comes and rescues them. And Doc go, Jack goes, okay, hey, I'm going to put, put this in stasis and hit the road. Uh, and he goes, Rose? She goes, yeah. He goes, she goes, I'll see you later. I love your shirt, by the way. And Rose goes, uh, and then Jack flies off. Uh, and then the doctor spreads the nanogenes to all the other people. Well, he said it's Volcano Day. I forgot that was a cool line. Uh, uh, with all the snore, before all the snores got fixed. Uh, and he says, I'm going to email the upgrade. Uh, so he spreads the nanogenes to all the other, hu- like, sleepwalking, snoring humans. And they go, back, they, the nanogenes love it so much. Uh, they do some dancing and everyone wakes up and normal. Uh, and the doctor's even more happy. He goes, geez, this is great. Because uh, you want moves, Rose? I got moves. Uh and Dr. Constantine's there, so the doctor goes, Constant doctor, keep up the good work. Take all the credit for this one. And the doctor's, like, so jazzed. He's, like, jumping on stuff, giving speeches. He says, uh, he goes, you Londoners do a great job. Don't forget about the welfare state, by the way. Hardy uh, har har, right, Rose? That austerity thing never happened. Uh, I think maybe it happened after this anyway, but... uh and then the doctor goes, okay, everybody clear out. We'll get rid of the pickle ship. Uh, he goes, who am I to argue with history? And Rose goes, usually the first in line. He says, give me a day like this. Welcome back. Uh, oh, yeah, Jack was riding a barrage balloon. And then Dr. and Rose get on the TARDIS. The next scene, he's so happy. He's, like, running on the ship. Or not running, but walking. Rose is just amused. Uh He's like on fire, full of life and joy. Like, uh, she goes, you're beaming like Father Christmas. He goes, oh, man. He goes, remember you had a red bicycle when you were 12? She goes, what are you talking about? He goes, they need more days like this, Rose. Uh, and Rose goes, doctor, she goes, he goes, ask me anything. I'm on fire. She goes, what about Jack? Uh, why do you say goodbye? And the doctor goes, well, oh, Jack, uh, my competitor. Uh, then we see Jack. He's on his ship. He's talking to his computer. The computer says, bad news, Jack. Uh, the barrage balloon is uh, too big. That's uh, uh, it. Uh, and he goes, uh, Institute Protocol 417, which is for a martini with too much vermouth. Uh, so Jack says, oh, well. He goes, at least I ended it all. And, uh, you know, go to the big farm as a handsome rap scallion. And I'm just going to sit here and look good and drink a martini. And then we see uh, the camera pulls out from Jack drinking his martini. And we see it pulls into the TARDIS. Uh, and we're seeing out the TARDIS door into Jack's ship. Uh, 
And the doctor goes, hurry up then. Uh, Rose says, get on the TARDIS. Uh, and Rose and the doctor are dancing, like actually dancing, the Moonlight Serenade. And Rose is trying to kind of instruct the doctor. And he's trying to spin her. She's like, you're not very good at spinning me. Don't pull on my arm. No extra points for half, Nelson. And Dak goes, I thought I knew how to do this stuff. He goes, close the door, Jack. You're going to be a draft. Uh, he goes, welcome to the TARDIS. Jack goes, this one's much bigger. And Dak goes, yeah. And Rose goes, I think what the doctor's saying is you may cut in. And then the doctor had walked off, and then he says, Rose, I just remember. And then he starts dancing and snapping, like solo. He's so happy. Uh, almost like he's in love. Uh, he goes, I can I can dance. Uh, and then Rose goes, actually, I was going to dance with Jack, doctor. Uh, and the doctor goes, this is worth a little bit. He goes, no, Rose, I'm going to dance with you. Uh he goes, I'm sure he wants to dance with one of us. I'm not sure who. And I thought, I didn't know. I was like, okay, wait, was that a little passive aggressive or what? Uh, but then it kind of ends with this lovely scene of the doctor and Rose dancing and Jack kind of dancing with himself. Uh, but he's actually enjoying himself too. And uh, just all a little bit gleeful, I'd say, full of glee. And that's how the episode uh, comes to a close. And just a couple of things that came up, but one was the use of the word Sonic, which I just wanted to define, uh, according to Merriam-Webster, produced by or relating to sound waves, uh, or involving, or of or involving sound, having a frequency within the audibility range of the human ear, or r- relating to or being at the speed of sound in the air, or about 761 miles an hour at sea level. So that's Sonic. And then Stephen Moffat, I think we may have covered before, was a Scottish television writer and producer who was a showrunner and an executive producer of both Doctor Who and Sherlock. Uh, he's also worked on the series Press Gang, Joking Apart, uh, Coupling. Uh, he wrote Chalk, another sitcom. And he wrote six under, when Doctor Who was revived in 2005, he wrote six episodes under Russell Davies, T. Davies. Uh, and then it was subsequently the lead writer, executive producer from uh, 2009 to 2017. And then uh, he, 2010 to 2017, uh, worked on uh, uh, Sherlock with Mark Gattis, uh and he's won many awards, and he's like a, like he's a OBE, so uh, he's a, like what do you say, like a lord or something, uh, or knight. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And then the word nicked uh, has a lot of definitions. This is from the Free Dictionary: a shallow notch or cut, uh, indentation on an edge or a surface. Uh, uh, chiefly British slang: a prison or police station is a nick. Uh, uh, so to be nicked is to be busted. A groove down the side of a piece to ensure it's correctly placed and printing. Uh, to nick, uh, to cut a niche or notch in, to cut into, to cut short, to cheat, uh, or to bust. Uh, or So uh, those, all those things are nicked.
And uh, I think that's everything. Uh, so I hope you have a wonderful evening. Oh, it looks like Jack, uh, this just came up here on my screen. Jack Barrowman is the actor for uh, Jack. And it looks like he did go on to be on Torchwood, which I think was a spinoff of uh, uh, Doctor Who. So he did get a, and then he was on Arrow and The Flash. So he's a big star. So, I mean, he like like Rose said, he's pretty uh, devastatingly handsome. Uh, and he's very, very rapscallion, enough to make me jealous and me and the doctor jealous. Uh, so that's it. Good night. I want to thank some people that reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Aiden uh, from New Zealand, uh, Voice of the Face. I've uh, been listening for a while. This is my go-to podcast for sleep. Uh, and I saw the host on Facebook Live surprise the face and match the voice, but loved it. And SZ uh, works for me. I've been using the podcast for a few weeks, and I dig it. Uh, yeah, I was hooked to from the first episode. Often find myself looking through old episodes in between new releases. I appreciate how it's funny, but not too stimulating. Thanks to your scooter. Uh, thank you. Uh, Delta 200 says, you need to give this a try. Have the hardest time falling asleep, drink warm tea, turn off the TV, take some toning, warm shower, anything and everything they could possibly think of. And I still have a difficult time falling asleep. Last night, I stumbled across this podcast. It worked like a charm. Also get up, you know, do some things in the middle of the night and uh, it helps me get back to sleep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Fizzamajig. Uh, I don't know if they, they're sponsored by Fizzy Lifting Drink, uh, uh, but uh, but they said, took a few listens, now you use it regularly. Took a few listens, and now I use it whenever I wake up in the middle of the night, my brain starts going into overdrive. Uh, now if I wake up, I start sleeping with my podcast, set the timer, sleep timer for 30 minutes, and I'm back to sleep before it shuts off. Uh, next review comes in from uh, Kids Guffy. They say, Pod Bodies podcast is nerfic. Uh, they love the podcast. They have issues sometimes with the volume or the intensity and uh, the requests for support, uh, which are necessary to keep all our archives free. Uh, and uh, that's just been a goal of mine. Uh, 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 oh, and also, yeah, if, I don't know if, the, if you're a Patreon supporter uh, at Kids Guff, but you do get ad-free episodes at $5 a month. Uh, uh, that said, it's a long time insomniac. Super grateful to have this podcast an option, and I'm overall a fan and recommend uh, the podcast. Thanks. Uh, this comes in from Jeep Reno from Canada, or Alex. Uh, don't know, don't care. Thank you. My girlfriend and I listen every night, and we never make it through the intro. Uh, the first night we tried out, I was talking to Scoots his BS in my sleep, and we found it hilarious. Uh, so we decided to laugh and try it again the following night. And from that point forward, we've been hooked. We buy TV, good my music, good my noise machine, and nails it every night. Thank you. Thank you, Alex and Jeeperino. Uh, this one comes all the way from our Switzerland. Uh, thank you. Borbesties forever. So they use the EVAH. Uh, Love this podcast, heard about it on Harmontown, which I used to listen to fall asleep, uh, but it's not as efficient. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Uh, very helpful. This comes from Sangram from Australia. Podcast has been amazingly helpful. I've experienced chronic insomnia. Sleep with me helps me fall asleep. Thank you, Scooter. Thank you. Uh, Kale Starine. Uh, Star Starine. 
Sterine, uh, Cali, Callus, uh, uh, says it works. I'm skept- I was skeptical, of course. Uh, I can't fall asleep without words, either in music or on the TV, uh, with words. Uh, but this is just enough to get my mind off of my thoughts, and uh, I don't focus on what's said. I don't even remember when I fall asleep. It's before a story starts. Uh, K-O-R-A says, uh, obsessed and, you know, kind of uh, really into it. Uh, discovered the podcast on a fluke. So happy I did. Look forward to uh, starting my bedtime routine. By listening to podcasts, I do have a hard time turning my brain off and listening to these goofy stories. It helps so much. Uh, takes you a while to get used to, but worth checking out. And finally, Bookshelves91 says, Z's. every time I put this on, it puts me to sleep within 10 to 15 minutes. I absolutely love it. Thanks, Bookshelves, and uh, thanks, everybody, for reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts, and good night.